0: Heyo, it's the Chico and Debbie in the building.
1: Hello everyone and welcome back to the Business Key Podcast with your hosts, Chico and Debbie. So in today's bonus podcast episode, we're going to be talking about The Apprentice. So on The Apprentice, Season 18, Episode 4, Chico, do you want to take us through the episode?
0: Yeah, so this episode was a task where they were sent to Jersey. So Jersey's not too far from the UK. It's like a little island in between the UK and France. So they were sent over to Jersey with some tasks. So they had to go and locate and find some special items, like a list of items that Sir Alan had already given them. And then they had to try and negotiate for it. And then the team that was able to get the cheapest prices in total, would win the task. So it was, uh, yeah, it, it's a really exciting episode, really fun episode. Some of the items on the list, for example, was, I think it was like a Jersey cake. So their special Jersey cake was on there. Was it Jersey biscuits? Which one was it? Was it cake or biscuits? Or was it both? I'm
1: not sure.
0: Not sure. But anyway, some kind of Jersey bakery was on there. Then there was, I think it, it's called Bachan. It was like some kind of like special Jersey bowl. So they tried to make it like cultural as well, like things that would be... Things that will be really relatable for Jersey people. I think there was also like a special a shirt that had the anchor on it. Apparently, that's really Jersey related as well. So, they tried to make it like Jersey related as well, but also stuff that's not that that would be not too easy to find as well. So, some items were quite I think there was like a shocked oyster that was it, shocked oyster. So, you had to have an oyster that was already cleaned out, I would imagine. But yeah, so yeah, so that was interesting task. So how did you think it went, Debbie? What was your Yeah, assessment? the episode
1: was entertaining, but unfortunately I think the contestants well particularly on Jack's team, so the project managers was Jack and Raj. And I think Jack's team were a bit all over the place. They kind of seemed to be running around like headless chickens. I think this task can do that to contestants anyway, because you're under a time pressure, you're finding items across, you know, quite a large um city, I guess. And yeah, there's pressure to You know, find the items, negotiate it, and then get to the next location. And they don't have the benefits of Google. So it's not unsurprising that the task wasn't smooth sailing, but I think it was particularly bad. And I think Losugar wasn't happy with the losing team, but we'll get onto that in a second. Um,
0: You you touched on an interesting point about not using Google. Um, They were using like the A to Z, which I thought was quite interesting because I thought, you know, we don't really use that anymore. We've not really seen that in a long time. So do you think that's something that made sense or what do you think was probably the thinking behind that in terms of using A to Z rather than, you know, being able to use Google or would that made it too easy or what's your...
1: Yeah, I think, yeah, I think uh, with The Apprentice, that's just how this it, always been from the start. But I think it started, so it would have started by 18 years ago. We would have had phones, but I don't think smartphones were what they are now, where everyone just has a smartphone. So when they first started The Apprentice, they wouldn't have had access to just Google on your phone. But I do think that, yeah, it does make the task seem a little bit unrealistic because in today's day and age, you would have Google, even if you were in a different country, you would still have Google. You still have Google Maps. You still be able to Google things. But I guess in a worst case scenario, you could be somewhere that was completely remote where you had no (laughs) Wi-Fi and therefore you'd have to use a map, but very unlikely. Um, So yeah, it does provide a bit of unrealism to the task but i guess ultimately you know if you have a good strategy if you're if you've planned well you should be able to navigate it either
0: way yeah i'm thinking maybe it made made it a bit more entertaining i think interestingly i think that was one of the things that they put on i think when they were one of the teams was choosing their project manager i think it was there was this girl moona i think her name is and she wanted to be project manager i remember that being one of the questions that oh so do you need do you know how to use a map have you used the map before and then she said, Oh. I think it's not that, how hard can it be? I'll, I'll figure it out, kind of thing. But it doesn't seem that they were too pleased with that answer. So I ended up going with the other lady called Raj instead. Yeah,
1: it's funny enough. It seems like has tried to be project manager quite a few times <laughs> or sub team leader, and uh, she keeps getting turned down. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting a sense
0: that I don't like her to be honest. But you, yeah, that's the, the impression I'm getting. She does seem a bit. Uh, I don't, I, it might just be for the cameras, anyway. But yeah, she does seem a bit. Um, like blowing her own trumpet quite a lot it'll be interesting to see when she is project manager how she does because she talks a good game on camera for sure yeah you know saying things like oh if it was me i would have done much better they should have listened to me i'm the one that won the task like it well me she, was the, she was the
1: she was the sub team leader wasn't she and, in, task, and yeah. in, in the end, she was saying, oh, I controlled,
0: I, I controlled, controlled the group. I yeah. thought, did you? You controlled the group. <laughs> when did you control the group? I yeah. didn't see the evidence of that. She seems to be quite quiet during the task. And then once it, you know, when it comes to the camera time, she's all over it. You
1: know? Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about Jack's team first. So I think uh, Jack's strategy was he'll take all the items that they can identify and he'll give the sub team the items that did it have a clue what it was?
0: <laughs> I noticed that as well. He stitched he stitched the other team up. Yeah, there's no question about it. They, what kind of strategy is that? the The fair way to do it would have been they take some obscu- like obscure items, he takes some obscure items. No, he took all the easy ones, all the maybe not easy, but all the straightforward ones that he knew exactly where to go, what to do, etc. Right. Then he gave the other task. Then he gave the obs- all the obscure ones to the other team. That is yeah. a stitch up. Clearly, a stitch up. He's, I'm. I think one person mentioned it, but I'm surprised more of them didn't jump onto that because that was clear. I thought that straight away, they're getting stitched up here. Yeah,
1: I think he did that on, on purpose as well. I'm sure. not, I've not seen that in previous tasks because ultimately you want to be able to get all the items or as many of the items as possible. Yeah. So, you know, it makes more sense if you spread the load. Therefore, each team can have a clear strategy. Okay, we're going there, we're going here, we're going here. Yeah. And then you can spend a bit of time. So let's say you spend two hours finding two obscure items rather than all the time finding trying to even figure out what the obstacle item is so i think yeah. he us a trick there and then he also insisted that everybody should try to get 75 percent off the asking price
0: yeah which um was quite ambitious um yeah i thought that was bizarre as soon as i heard that i was like 75 percent that's that's that is very strange like right. i think maybe he's thinking when you're talking to like a maybe like a supplier or something like that but talking to a supplier and talking to an, a retailer is completely completely different conversations Right. We're talking to a retailer. Just imagine going into a shop, maybe even going to Tesco or wherever. You can't be talking about, oh, I want seventy five percent off. Like what, what are you talking about? Right. There's not many shops you can go into where you are getting anything off. Never mind seventy five percent off. Right. So yeah, ambitious to say the least. Yeah. I think there was one where he went into like a perfume shop, isn't it? It just looked very. It was very cringe. Went into a perfume shop. Yeah, they were selling perfumes. Maybe they sold a range of stuff, and perfumes was well one of the items. And it was talking about, oh, he got, I think they were selling it for, was it 40 or maybe 45 pounds? Was this the brandy? Or was it the brandy? Am I getting confused? Or was it the brandy, was it? The lady was insisting that they can only have 5% off. Yeah, I think that was the brandy It shop. was brandy. Okay, yeah. pardon me. The brandy. Yeah. yeah it, it looked very, like, I, was, I was embarrassed for them. I was like, what kind of, like, what are you guys doing? Like, this is crazy. Yeah, there was
1: quite a few of those. I remember I Amina, um, when she was trying to negotiate for the, top with the anchor the jumper oh, okay yes and the shopkeeper was like yep 93 pounds final and we just like okay can we do 80 nope 93 okay 85 nope 89 nope 90 <93. laughs> okay, Nope, 91 nope. nope okay we'll shake on 93 okay thanks it's just a bit embarrassing
0: <laughs> yeah cause... it's trying to make it look like we've come to an agreement and it's yeah. like well we haven't come to an agreement she's she's insisted that it's 93 she's you know yeah. Pushed you into that world. So, I don't yeah, know about it. embarrassing.
1: Yeah, so let's let's talk through some of the the I guess you could say blunders or the things that happened. <laughs> so one of them, I think one of the sub teams on the sub team on Raj's team, they went to the uh, wholesaler for the oysters. They thought we they'd get it for cheaper, which I guess makes sense. That did make sense. Yes, but because Lord sugar specified they should be sh- sh- shucked, which I mean is open. Unfortunately, the supplier wouldn't open it because they wouldn't know how the restaurants or whoever would buy it would want it prepared. So they ended up staying there for quite a long time and um, it didn't quite work out there. So what were your thoughts about that interaction?
0: I can understand if, if it's not really something that they do and they are trying to get it for cheap, that's kind of the issue. Okay, like If it's something that they do already and they're trying to get it for cheap, that's one thing. But if it's not something that they do and it's like, so what's the incentives for them to do it? Right. You're offering them like b- rock bottom prices. Then it's kind of like, well, what's in it for us kind of thing so I can right. sort of I can sort of understand why that didn't but but at the same time it's you know high risk high risk, high reward isn't it so they were going for it so I don't knock them for trying it it made sense it's just yeah
1: yeah well the good thing is they ended up finding another place and they got it for really cheap I think they get it for like 40 something P per oyster so okay. they actually so it got it for super cheap yeah so it worked out mm. um, and then you had on the other side I remember um, Amina Onyeka and is it Phil they went to get some of the is it the um pastries the jersey, jersey pastries. pastries yeah and they ended up rolling up their sleeves yeah, and that cooking
0: hilarious. that was hilarious
1: i remember thinking food hygiene standards i mean you can't just have any old people from off the street cooking in your kitchen but yeah i think the mistake they made there was they didn't agree the price beforehand
0: well, the lady was clever she was like oh yeah we'll, we'll talk about the price after and they were right. like oh, okay okay okay
1: and in the end she didn't really offer <laughs> them much played. of a discount. Yeah, and they, they ended up played. paying paying more than the other team paid for their pastries. Yeah, they got actually, The other team didn't have to roll up their sleeves. So yeah, I think they did get played they there. Got played big um, time. Yeah, and the woman actually turned out to be a very hard negotiator at yes. the end. Yes. Um, despite the fact that they'd put in hard labor and they'd spent a lot of time there. Like, so. Yeah,
0: we've we've made it. Mm, yeah. Okay. Mm, okay. Yeah. At that point, <laughs> you've already made it.
1: So it's like, <laughs> do you want to take it or do you want to leave it? You know, you've yeah, barely, you've already spent your time, so you're not going to really walk away at that point. So she was smart. Because they didn't have the price. Um, it's quite then. funny
0: because they got showed up basically. So it's like who's who's the top negotiator here? Because right. all of you guys talking about big negotiating, but well, look at this. Right. Look at this. This is this is, you know, quality negotiated here. Yeah. So.
1: Then they went to the market to try to find the other obscure items, or to at least identify what they were. And unfortunately, they spoke to a guy who, I guess, he kind of led them down the garden path a little bit because he said the items you're looking for are super rare, super hard to find. Um, whereas Karen revealed later that in the market itself they had the jersey jumper, which they had walked past. But I think I can't really blame them for walking past it because I don't really think they knew what it, what it was.
0: Yeah, and it wasn't that obvious. It just yeah. looked like a blue shirt. Yeah, it's when I'd... you look closely and you see, oh, okay, I can see the anchor. Yeah, but if you're if you're just walking past it, oh, it was just a blue shirt that doesn't doesn't stand out. Yeah, so I can it's... understand why they missed it. And
1: especially as the guy had said it was it was hard to find, so they're yeah. probably thinking, oh, we probably have to go somewhere specialist for it. So I think it's yeah, easy to sort of know exactly what it is in karen's uh, point, mm. and say oh they walk straight past it oh they're idiots but you know it's much harder when you're under pressure and uh, you're, you're relying on local knowledge mm. and they're saying it's hard to find so you're not thinking oh if the guy had said oh you'll probably find one in the market here they'd have more of an incentive to you know to see if they can see something obvious. But like you said, I I don't think they actually knew what it was. So I'm sure when they went into the store later on, they would have still had to ask, oh, could you show us Mm, the shirt? I'm sure they wouldn't have walked in and said, aha, here it is. I'm sure they wouldn't have just known it off head because it's easy to say if you are a resident, oh, this is what it is. Mm. It's much harder if you didn't recognise it to know Mm. what it is. It's like the Bashin thing, which they didn't know. uh, Apologies, I might be pronouncing that incorrectly, which is like you said earlier, it was the bowl that a copper bowl Broke, that they used to yeah. make uh, Jersey butter. Mm-hmm. So one of the Jersey residents said, Oh, most people should have this in their house. But so if you're a Jersey resident, you'll know what it is. But if you are not from Jersey, you probably have never seen it before or heard of it. So yeah. Hindsight is always twenty twenty.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. I agree. It's uh, yeah, easy, easy, easy for them to say, like you said. Yeah.
1: Okay. What about the surfboard? So you had Flo on Raj's team negotiate for the surfboard and she tried to get the surfboard down. She ended up saying, oh, we're going to go down the street to someone else, which I thought was interesting because I don't think I've ever heard anyone say that on The Apprentice. And I wonder why they don't say that, because if you go to like market stores, usually that's a good strategy. If you say to the person, I'm going to go to, I'm going to go to your competitor, usually at that point, they say, oh, no, come back, come back, we'll give you a better
0: deal. But it it, it sounds like he already knew what the other person was selling it for. So, knew that. yeah, that's hence the the, uh, good luck.
1: Okay. That's, I, what, it's, that's thought, what it sounds like. I thought it was more so that there isn't a guy down the road. There's a guy maybe half an hour or 45 minutes away, but uh,
0: okay. it's not it down the road.
1: Yeah, perhaps it could be a bit of both. So yeah. he kind of knew, look, you know, this is a good price. So, but I mean, Flo was able to get it down a bit further.
0: She did, yeah. Yeah. She so I think, I think she was a good, she showed herself to be quite a good negotiator.
1: Yes, because she yeah. also gave everyone the advice that don't just go in and say, hi there, have you got this item? Right. Mm. Can I get 75% off? Mm. You know, compliment them. Speak about the products, build a rapport with them, and I think the other members, when they started to do that, they actually got quite far.
0: So Paul, the dentist, yeah. So when he was doing his negotiating, he was really good, and I really liked the way he he built rapport with right. the customers, and he had a nice, you know, smile as well. So kind of, you know, uh, charming as well. It was like a charming smile as well when he was talking to the you know, sales assistant, etc. Yeah. So I mean, I there think is that a really
1: there was a saying, you is that you get more, you attract more bees with honey. So I think you know coming in there and being pleasant being charming you're more likely for the owner to say all right go on then go on because they know that someone else that's going to come in isn't going to ask for a deal they're going to just pay for the price so you're more likely to get somewhere i mean you, you still might not you still might walk into a hard nut but i think we saw from this task when they were pleasant when they were quite amiable the owners tended to be more willing to give them a discount rather than when they were like hi there yep so can I get this? Oh, you sell it for 80 pounds. Right. Can I get this for 40 pounds? Mm. <laughs> they're more like, no, you know, And I think once you hear that first, no, as opposed to, Oh, you know, if there's one thing for the owner to say, Oh no, go on bit higher than no, you know? So when they're saying, I think I need a little bit higher than that. You're more likely to be able to land on a, a decent price. So, mm. I think that was one thing that we learned from this episode. Um, yeah, so with Amina's sub team, there was a point at the end when they were getting the barshin and the person said, "Okay, it costs thirty five pounds." And Onyeka said, "Would you take thirty four pound 50 And then Phil was like, a- "Actually, we only have thirty two pounds left in the budget." And the guy says, "Okay, we'll give it to you for thirty two pounds." And I thought, all oh, that was a missed opportunity there because, um, you know, you are not got, you know, you shouldn't really go in just fifty p less because you don't give yourself much room there. Um, and of course the owner's going to take it if you're offering just 50p off oh, okay fine no problem in the end it wouldn't have made a blind bit of difference but <laughs> that's
0: a good point actually I didn't even think of that yeah at the time yeah, mm. that's a good point
1: so at the end of the day they have a curfew where they had to get to a certain meeting point at a particular time otherwise they would incur a fine and Raj's team they all got there on time but unfortunately Jack's team um, the sub team was late so they knew that they were going to incur a fine so when it came to the results were you surprised at the results
0: no, I wasn't surprised. I think, you know, it was clear looking at the task, you know, that there was one team in particular that wasn't really doing very, very well. So I think in the end, yeah, you could you could see the, the issues throughout. And they got there late as well. And they mm. got there late as well in the end. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. But I think more than that, it was that a couple of the items, they actually were incorrect. So they had to get the, uh, is it Shackle? 16 millimeter, And unfortunately, even though um, Verdi did a great job negotiating, they actually got the incorrect item. And I think on Raj's team, they got the correct item and I believe they got it for about a pound or so. Also, the one thing we haven't talked about was the surfboard incident. Yeah, so Moira was negotiating for the surfboard and the owner was quite evident, like he wasn't going to budge that much. Um, So then Jack interjected um, into the deal and Moira was very un- unhappy because she felt that it was her deal. She wanted to be the one to, I guess, have negotiated it, but... I didn't really quite understand the point of the argument I think the owner had asked for 190 I think Jack was trying to see if he could get it for any lower than that but I don't think the owner was willing to budge so I think it was a bit of a uh, much ado about nothing but it seemed to sort of rub them up the wrong way I think it was a bit of an argument and I think that's part of the reason why Jack so Jack's team lost I think that's part of the reason why he brought their he brought Moira back into the boardroom because of that argument because I don't really see what she did wrong in the task but i think that was the reason why he wanted to bring her back that argument i think it sort of maybe was a bit negative mm. during the day perhaps that's what it was because it was a, it's a team effort at the end of the day um and i think she just responded quite badly to the fact that you know he and he sort of interjected into negotiation but i don't think it dis- did i don't think it derailed the negotiation which yeah, she I th- thought it I did
0: thought I, was wrong with that. I think he was just trying to see if he can get it cheaper get a little but, bit lower
1: yeah. than what he was saying i think he was saying 190. So i think he was like oh could we do 180 mm. i don't think there's anything any issue with that but i think she was of the belief that I think she sort of thought more of her abilities. Mm. So she thought for some reason she'd be able to get it lower, but I don't think she would have been able to mm. personally. Yeah, no, she wouldn't. Um, she wouldn't. she yeah. wouldn't.
0: It's always warm off, you know, oh, I would have done this, I would have done that. Mm.
1: Exactly. So I think it was much mm. to do about nothing. Um, But yeah, there was something completely unprecedented that happened, which was the team leader had chosen his two people who he wanted to bring back. and Lord Trigger said, nah, bring them all back. I, I was shocked.
0: Yeah, I was surprised as well. I wasn't expecting that. I've never seen that before. Yeah.
1: So I think this season's quite full of surprises because last week, um, there was four people that were brought back into the boardroom instead of three. And then this week, you had um everybody. I mean, when he called his assistant and said, stop them from leaving, I thought, what? How's he going to do that? If it was me, I would have quickly, quickly rushed to my <laughs> cam van, <laughs> turned off my phone. too late. Yeah. It's too late. Sorry, I'm already home. Um, But in the end, it didn't quite make much of a difference, did it? The spotlight was still on the the three, the main three. Amina, sub-team leader, Jack, the project manager, and Mora, who Jack wanted to bring back in anyway that the spotlight was on. So I don't think bringing everybody back in made much of a difference. Although maybe it enabled Lord Sugar to feel more confident in his decision in terms of who to fire. And yeah, he decided to fire both of them. (laughs) Amina and Jack. What did you think about that?
0: I think it sounded like... I mean, I think that the responsibility of the task was down to Jack, in my opinion. Right. I think he stitched the other team up with his, the the trace of the items. I think that was the key mistake that actually derailed the task uh, rather than the fact that the other team was just clear. I think he just stitched them up. So I think that he should have definitely gone for that. But I think Amina was, in my opinion, is just more, I don't think she's maybe done enough over the last few weeks in terms of we've not really seen much from her. Over the last few weeks so i think maybe that one that one is more just the kind of you know totting up of actually what have we seen from you we have not really seen much so you should go home so i think that that one's probably more of a cumulative
1: do you, do you reckon one. i hate what you're saying i personally do think that she made big mistakes though with the sub team although i recognize the fact that they didn't have you know items that were easily identifiable and so therefore they were stitched up by the project manager did seem like they were a bit running around like headless chickens i mean they didn't really have a strategy i don't really think she knew what she what to do she was kind of l- looking to her other team quite a bit um but they ov- obviously wanted her to make the final decision so for example when they were on their way somewhere and she said oh stop let's turn around and go the other way um i think there's just a lot of time wasting whereas i think what they could have done even though it's easy obviously hindsight is 2020 20, it's easy for me to sit here and say oh you should have done this but i think what a better strategy could have been if they spent time calling so before they set off start calling calling round calling round calling round so that at least before you get back into the car you have an idea of where to go next now where you go next may not have panned out but at least you're not at least you can sort of have a logical plan because i think what they were saying was where they bought the uh, anchor jersey was where they also bought the uh, pastries in the morning it was in the same area so if they had been more if they had been more organized they could have actually picked up both in the same area and then gone to the next place. Because I think they ran out of time in the end to buy a couple of the items, and then they were also late as well. So it just seems as though, I mean, you, know, you kind of think, if you're late, but you've got all the items, fair play. If you're on time, but you've missed one item, fair play. But to miss two items, and then to be late, it's just, I mean, it's just a cacophony of errors, really. Mm. You had the same amount of time as the other team. I think that's the equaliser. You're in the same city or town or whatever as the other team, you have the same group of items. Of course, you, it's been dished out differently by the project manager. But they were able to get, all. you know, I think eight of their nine items and get back on time. And I think the only reason why they didn't get the last item was when they went to the place. It was supposed to be open, but nobody was there. Maybe they were taking a little a nap break, or something, yeah. a break. So they, they decided to leave it. Otherwise, they potentially could have actually gotten that ninth item oh, interesting. and had an even bigger I win. about that. That's true. That's yeah. Great. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I think... Amina, from that, from that perspective, I don't think she did well as a sub-team leader. So I think, I hear what you're saying in the sense that the previous half, she hasn't really shown much. But I do think that, you know, both both sides of the team were at fault. So I think it was right that the leaders of both sides of the team went. So I thought it was the right decision to fire both of them. I was surprised though. I thought, oh, Jack's gotten away with it. Because I think he fired Amina first. But if it
0: had to be one person, who would it be out oh, of the two, in your opinion?
1: I was thinking Amina because I just think the sub team was just so poor. But at the same time, I recognize that Jack is the overall project manager. He devised the strategy, and therefore the overall responsibility should lie with him. What do you think? Who, who would you have fired?
0: I would have gone for Jack as well, for sure. Okay. Yeah, def- definitely Jack.
1: So I think at this point, I could say, is there anyone that you sort of have an eye on? Is there anyone that you could say are ones to watch, candidates that have impressed you so far, that you're thinking, you know, have a good shot of making it far in the season?
0: I think Flo, I think we've seen like kind her of negotiation negotiating has been quite strong i think phil seems very determined so it'll be interesting interest to see how he does as well but i think quite a lot of them are quite quiet so i, I guess maybe what we need is you know to see more of them uh, no we've seen Yeka as well But i think quite a few of them probably need to step up to be project manager so that we can see more of what they can bring to the table mm. but yeah those are the ones i would say so far and what, what about yourself
1: yeah so for me i would say flo has been a bit of a standout so far she's done very very well in quite a few of the tasks um she seems to be quite um, level-headed and have quite good decision making and i think she won as a project manager i think dr paul did well also so i'm kind of looking at dr paul to see what he does next and then also for luso i think she she seems to ask like the right questions she seems to be quite organized quite um methodical and she seems to be quite like fair, quite balanced. And I think she won when she was project manager as well. So I think those three for me are the ones that I'm looking I'm looking at as ones to watch. So guys, tell us what you think about the episodes and tell us who you're looking at as the ones to watch as well. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Please feel free to message us on Instagram at businesskeypod and also on our TikTok at businesskeypod. And we'll see you next time. Bye.
0: Bye.